your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope. Brought to you by the Sensory Learning Center with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am Betsy Hicks, and I am here today with somebody who I have a tremendous amount of respect for and has, I can probably call a friend of many years. His name is Andy Pace, and he is the founder of Safe Building Solutions, the nation's premier supplier of health and sustainable building materials. His background goes on and on, but a few highlights basically is he's, since 89, he's been involved in the commercial construction industry, serving as manufacturer's representative and architectural consultant. He's an avid speaker and presents at a wide range of decorating, construction, and hardware conferences. He's a writer of many articles on um, healthy homes, and that's basically what we're going to be talking about today is healthy homes. Thank you, Andy, so much for joining us. I appreciate you having me on, Betsy. Well, I always love to talk to you because <laughs> there may be some families out there saying, well, what does this have to do with autism? What does this have to do with healing my child? What does this have to, to you know, I've got enough things to deal with aside from my home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where do we spend the majority of our day? Where do we spend our evenings? And it comes down to the home. And I think the, the I, I, maybe the word deception is the right word, but, the deception of it is is that people think that chemicals would not be around if they were unsafe. In other words, the government's protecting us from these from harsh chemicals. They wouldn't allow it in our in our buildings, in our toys, in our mattresses if it was bad for us. I guess that is a perception and, and let me just go back to one of the first things you said. You know, we spend about ninety percent of our lives indoors. So um, if we're spending 90% of our lives indoors and there's approximately 87,000 chemicals used in the construction of building-related materials, that outgas, and that's the release of small particles uh, for a long period of time, anywhere from 30 days to 20 years. And Uh, how many of these 87,000 chemicals have even been approved by the FDA? Well, out of the 87,000 chemicals, about 3% have actually been tested for the toxicological effects. (laughs) Exactly. That is mind-boggling. So it's not the the government or the governmental agencies don't necessarily approve or disapprove things based on whether they're toxic or not. It's it's basically manufacturers use them until there are enough complaints. Yeah. And when there are enough complaints, they change the formulation ever so slightly to get around that regulation. Yeah. Right. So, and, and also, there are a lot of natural materials that are also considered unhealthy and toxic, dangerous. You know, asbestos and arsenic are natural. Right. So it's it's uh, not just the man-made chemicals, but also what we find in nature. Certainly. All right. Look, look, look at mercury. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So let's 
let's maybe work our way out from the outside of the home in because I really want to make sure we hit things. If we're if we are talking about autism today, if we're talking about the child's room specifically, but mm-hmm. let's let's start with the outside of, of a home. Okay. Now, I, I um, I've lived in homes before that were put up in a, in a matter of weeks because it's just basically boom, boom, boom. The the, the areas where the, all the houses kind of look alike and they all just go up at the same time. And um, I know I saw a lot of the materials that they're using and it just didn't look right to me. And I know that their big thing is the bottom line on price. It really doesn't matter um, on quality because they're basically just trying to sell a home for the moment. Sure. And this is the majority of the homes that are going up right now. Mm-hmm. Is that Are these homes, that, these track homes that are going up so quickly, are, are these showing to be the he- most heavily toxic? Well, it's, it, it, yes, it is, but it's not just the track homes. It's even the high-end homes. Really? Uh, what happens is that building uh, contractors are using materials that are, yes, the least expensive they can find, but also meet that, their set of criteria for performance. Unfortunately, most of these products, whether it's oriented strand board or plywood or particle board, usually contain formaldehyde-based adhesives. Now, we do a lot of work with people with chemical sensitivity. I probably have two to 3,000 customers across the country, people who have extreme chemical sensitivities. Typically, formaldehyde is one of the key trigger mechanisms. Uh, So... If if the house is built with plywood, particle board, OSB, you are going to have that formaldehyde outgassing. That will outgas the lifespan of the building. Yeah. So we've been pushing people over to new forms of construction using uh, concrete or using um, uh, aerated concrete to get away from using wood and, and the wood composites. And even the straw bales or the... the you know, straw bale is a, is a great concept. Um, in not being a physician myself, I can't say whether the, the, the straw would cause any allergic reaction. I was wondering about that. <laughs> but it's, it's a fantastic form of construction if you live in a climate that accepts it. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's a green version, of it, but whether or not it's a health um, version exactly. is uh, disputable. So if you're in a home, and not a lot of people have the, the money to be able to build something that's going to be safe. Is there anything that we can do on our walls to help the formaldehyde from leaching out? Sure. There are sealers available, uh, water-based solvent-free sealers that you can spray onto all of the raw wood, the, the subfloors, the wall and roof sheathing uh, that will prevent the formaldehyde from outgassing into the living space. Okay. And these are relatively inexpensive. We're talking pennies per square foot. A very inexpensive insurance policy. Yeah, that's for sure. So, and then beyond that, you have insulation, right. which you can now get formaldehyde-free. Um, and then you have drywall, which, unfortunately, drywall does contain lime, and it will be an airborne irritant in a dust form. However, if you prime it and paint it properly, that will not occur. Okay. That's important to know. And priming and painting is all a big piece of... We're going to be talking a lot about the paints mm-hmm. in, in a little bit. That will take up a big segment of this. Um, how... You know, 
I, I would assume if, if you're dealing with a family that is on a, on a really tight budget, that their, their priority is certainly getting their child's room in, in the best shape possible. Sure. So is this something that you can somewhat contain within a room, or are, if you don't do the whole house, or, or is it not going to be worth much of anything? Well, I look at every project as a, in a holistic way in that you have to use um, multiple methods to achieve the best results. However, you can certainly pay close attention to bedrooms right. and um, child bedrooms right. and adult rooms as well. Um, we spend hopefully about eight hours a night right. and breathing in the air that's uh, surrounding you. And if it's full of carpeting and uh, paint that's outgassing and, um, you know, non-organic um, cotton sheets, right. all the pesticides. And not to mention the pajamas. Exactly. Let's talk about, because I think this is an interesting piece, and this is something that I speak about a lot. A lot of people, they, they forget the fact that one of the greatest areas we have to take care of in our body is our liver and help, to help us be able to detoxify because we are constantly surrounded. So many people in the, in the autism world, you know, all the fingers point towards mercury, and I'm not saying that mercury is not a horrible, it's a very horrible thing, and it definitely has caused a lot of damage. But we live in a toxic world, and if you put all of your eggs in one uh, in, in the mercury basket, you're really missing out on a lot of other very harmful substances. Exactly. So, there, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Andy. Well, there are literally thousands of chemicals that can be coming off of these materials that could uh, affect the body uh, in in a myriad of ways. Right. And uh, we've seen with families with autistic children putting in natural wool chemical-free carpeting all of a sudden, you know, making a huge difference. It's amazing. I know I know the mattress for my son made a big difference. You, If you're in a, in a bedroom, you're looking at, aside from the building materials that Andy's already spoken of, you're looking at your flooring, your carpeting, outgassing, um, the paint, of course, doing such, the electromagnetic waves of the television that may be in there. It's... Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have to deal with, as we said, of the sheets before, and, and it really becomes to a, an overwhelming point. Now, one thing that Andy and I, because we have spoken on um, radio before, we really, both of us, I think, we feel very strongly is that we can tell you a lot today. He can he can scare the living pants off of you, but that's not our aim to our listeners today. We want people to, even though they can't do it all tomorrow, to when they make changes in their home, if, if they have to remodel and put in a new uh, new carpeting or do a new paint piece, at that point becoming aware, we're not asking you to, to pretty much knock down your, your whole house and start all over. Um, so today, we're going to be taking a break in just a minute, but when we get back, what I would like to talk to Andy about, we're going to talk about paint, we're going to be talking about flooring, um, cabinets. We're going to be talking about cleaning uh, products because that's very, very important in dealing with your home. And I do want to touch on mattresses um, a bit today as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Andy Pace. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
We had a wonderful experience in our trip to the Sensory Learning Institute, and the main issue to sum everything up is that we went there with a child who was out of control and hyper, who had severe sensory issues and autistic tendencies, and we brought home a child who was vastly different. We brought home a child who plays with me and talks to me and looks in my eyes and tells me he loves me. The goal and focus of the sensory learning program is to enable the central nervous system to better process sensory information by simultaneously stimulating visual, auditory, and vestibular systems with light, sound, and motion. By challenging these three sensory systems to work together and adapt to multi-sensory input, this intervention often improves speech, perception, understanding, social interaction, coordinated movement, and the ability to learn. We invite all parents interested in sensory learning program for a child to complete the confidential assessment on our website at www.sensorylearning.com. Omega Institute is the country's leading center for holistic studies. Now you can experience selected workshops from Omega in the comfort of your own home. Join us for a live web broadcast with John Friend, the founder of Anasara Yoga. In this dynamic workshop, we learn a Hatha Yoga system that is a celebration of the heart and looks for the good in all people and all things. To find out more about our live web broadcast, log on to our website, www.eomega.org. That's www.eomega.org. Or call us at 800-944-1001. That's 800-944-1001. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen. You know me for Chicken Soup for the Soul, the One Minute Millionaire, and Cracking the Millionaire Code. And what I want you to know is that if you want to have rip-roaringly good health, listen to Health Crusades by my friend John Farley. Tune in to Health Crusades with John Farley every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, only on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. Thank you. Welcome back. We do welcome your um, comments and uh, questions for the show because Andy knows so much and I, I, I can't even begin to tap into all his knowledge. But Andy, where we were last speaking about was as we're, as we're trying to make our homes more um, free, toxic free, free of chemicals, you really can overwhelm yourself with yeah. feeling that why even bother starting because you're never going to be able to, to do it all. Right. I usually tell my clients that you either um, drive yourself to the poor house or drive yourself crazy trying to build the perfect healthy house. There is no perfect healthy building product out there. There's always pros and cons. It, it's all common sense, and you do what you can. You know, there's no reason to um, put everything in hock and sell all your possessions just to buy this one piece of material for your house because you think you have to have it. Do things slowly as you can um, so that you also maintain good mental health. That's important. Is 
it hard, Andy, finding um, contractors nowadays who will work with these products? You know, it used to be. Uh, it's becoming easier. The problem that we have and we've always had in this business is that um, contractors, for the most part, are very good at what they do using the products that they're used to. And if you ask them to change their ways, you know, if you ask a, a baker to start using a different recipe to achieve the same loaf of bread, they'll laugh and they say, no, I'm not going to do it. Right. And the same thing with a contractor. They're used to their materials. They know how they work. And uh, to get them to change, you have to have a very open-minded contractor, and there are more of those out there now. Sounds like the medical profession as well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, there are. And is there a resource place for people to find who these contractors are? There are. It really depends on um, uh, the type of project. But for residential projects, uh, most states today have a green building uh, association. Okay. Uh, Wisconsin has the Wisconsin Green Build Home Organization. And on there are lists of contractors who understand how to build green. Now, let me just quickly describe the difference between green and what I do. Green building is mainly energy efficiency and environmental friendliness. Uh, not necessarily healthy for humans. Right. I advocate the use of healthy building materials that do all three. So you have to make sure when you're screening the contractor to make sure they understand the differences and they're willing to use the different products. That's very, very important. Okay, let's start talking about the different products that are out there. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest questions that I find is the flooring. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I... Formaldehyde is the one piece that I really know is, is strongly used in carpeting. Right. Uh, formaldehyde itself, as a chemical, was actually taken out of carpeting a long time ago. However, manufacturers have sort of tricked the system. They use what are called formaldehyde precursors or formaldehyde donors. Uh, more used in paints and coatings, but it's, carpet itself, I've seen estimates of up to 1,200 different chemicals in new carpet. 1,200? 1,200 chemicals, and while those are being released into the air, and, and for those who don't understand what outgassing is, outgassing is not like steam coming off of a bowl of water. It's more like um, dust coming off the surface. These are uncured bits of chemical that will never become part of the surface that just release over time. So if you think of new carpeting, most people get used to the smell of new carpet after a couple of weeks right. because your body has the ability to mask the odor. You know, it's going to be there so the body says, okay, I'll accept it. People with chemical sensitivity, they never accept it. Mm -hmm. And those, of, those with depressed immune systems never really accept it. But you may not notice the smell after a couple of weeks. If you leave on vacation for a week and come back, the first thing you smell will be the carpet. The first thing I smell is my cat's litter box. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> But, yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah, because it has such a strong odor, but our, our bodies have the ability to mask those. But it's not just the carpet. It's, it's the fact that we use uh, uh, PVC flooring, vinyl flooring, um, and we use wood floors, which are becoming very popular now, and they're fantastic. However, a lot of the finishes that are used on wood floors are highly toxic. Right. So it comes down to what I tell our clients, it's you, the use of hard surfaces, whether it's um, wood floors, ceramic or porcelain tile, um, 
which is becoming very popular again. I love Marmolium. Yes. I think it is absolutely beautiful, and I've seen it done. And I don't think when you say linoleum, you know, people start freaking out about the white linoleum with the gold speckles that was <laughs> that was in our grandparents' homes. But it's nothing like this. I mean, the no. colors are so rich. The uh, uh, how easy it is to put in is another big piece of it, also. Correct. It's it's um, natural linoleum. Is it's made the same way it was. A hundred years ago, linseed oil, pine resin, wood flower, pigments spread onto jute. However, the colors and the patterns have been updated, thankfully. Uh, and um, the adhesive that it's put down with, it's a, a zero VOC, very low tox adhesive, and it lasts so long. Marmolium is designed to last about 40 years on a commercial floor. Wow. In a residential floor, it's a lifetime, and it never outgasses. It's antibacterial and antistatic. It wears like iron. It will scratch, but it will never really wear through. Right. And then let's talk about um, if if wood is your option. Some other, well, and this goes back to is this both environmental and health-friendly, things such as bamboo and cork. Correct. Bamboo and cork are also very popular right now because they are considered um, um, fast growth. Bamboo uh, reaches full maturity in about five years. It's harvested, uh, actually cut like grass. It is a grass. Um, and then the plant just regenerates the shoot. So you're not killing the plant for the bamboo. Completely sustainable. That's Completely so sustainable. However, it all comes from China. So oh. we worry about all the containers being sprayed with pesticides. Oh, I not to mention the, um, the, the fuel that it takes to get it here. Right. So... Probably five, six years ago, bamboo was really becoming popular amongst the environmental community, and now we're starting to see it kind of pulling back a little bit because we're hearing stories about farmers in China who are actually clear-cutting forests of trees to plant bamboo because the U.S. wants bamboo. What about South America, Central America? When I was in Costa Rica, I saw tons of bamboo. Are are they coming forward with that? Well, there's about um, over 1,200 species of bamboo in the world. And there's only one species called the Moso species that can actually be used for flooring and paneling. So all the others that you see just won't really support it. Uh, so there have been some tests with um, um, universities here in the United States to see if we can grow this species in, uh, here in the United States, but so far nothing has happened with that. What about cork? Is that we're getting that from long distances? I would assume as well. Most cork comes from Spain and Portugal and Italy. Okay. Uh, now, cork is the bark of the cork oak tree, which naturally falls off after 10 to 12 years. Uh, farmers have realized they can harvest it. It grows back. It doesn't kill the tree. Um, and cork, uh, the cork that's taken off, first thing gets done is they, they cork for wine stoppers. Everything else gets ground up and turned into flooring and paneling and fishing rod handles. Uh, it's a fantastic material, very soft, um, uh, very... Um, uh, sanitary, however, it does come from a long distance. Right. Okay, that's important to know. All right, so other flooring options, if you're going carpeting, wool is definitely the way to go. Yeah, we deal with a brand out of Canada. It's called Nature's Carpet. Uh, Nature's Carpet is the only carpet that we've ever seen that's actually tested on an annual basis by an independent testing lab to ensure that it is completely free of chemicals. 
most wool carpet today, although very beautiful, um, is treated with pesticides and flame retardants. Nature's carpet is not. Um, it's just a wool fiber. They may use a vegetable dye to, to color the fiber. The right. backing is hemp and jute, cool. and, and it's bound together using natural latex right from the rubber tree. There's no chemical whatsoever. So let's, in, 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 harder, in harder substances such as uh, tile, um, a lot of what's done, now and on a green sense, putting in radiant flooring is, is a wonderful way to go. And there's the two best, well, I guess mammalian works very well for radiant flooring, but tile and tile also is a good use for that as well. well tile is a great heat sink for radiant. Uh, right. It warms up very quickly, stays warm for a long period of time. Um, marmoleum is very good for that. Wool, not so much because it's a, it's a good insulator. Right. So it would take more energy to push that yeah. heat through. Yeah. You know, what I usually tell our clients is to use either wood floors, um, ceramic tile, or marmoleum throughout the house and then have area rugs made from the wool for underneath the, you know, uh, beside the bed when you want right. that, that soft surface in the morning. That's great. Concrete also, um, doing, especially with basements that are on a, a concrete slab, putting in right. radiant flooring and then just doing a basic concrete slab on top is getting to be more popular. It's becoming very popular because you can actually do what's called an acid etch of concrete. Um, this is one of those products where I say it's not very healthy during the application. You know, sometimes you have to take a step backwards to make two steps forwards. Right. Um, the acid um, wash or color wash of concrete is not a very healthy application, but once it's done, it's very beautiful. You can seal it with a non-toxic sealer. Mm-hmm. doesn't outgas, uh, and it lasts a very long time. That's great. All right, we're short time before we need to take a break, but I, can you real briefly touch in on things such as cabinets and, and basic wooden uh, furniture? With, with uh, most homes that we build today, we can do flooring, we can do paints and finishes. The one thing that we've been lacking in the last several years is a good source of cabinetry and furniture that's not made with formaldehyde-based adhesives, uh, pesticide-laden um, fabrics, and so forth. These are starting to come around now. Uh, companies that make kitchen cabinetry, uh, vanities, and furniture completely out of sustainably harvested woods, non-toxic finishes, um, even natural latex um, uh, foam for um, cushions. Wow. So they're becoming more popular. I think in the next two to three years you'll find a, a myriad of options. Uh, right you, now it's a you, lot of high. Do, is there any information about those on your website? Uh, there's some information on our website, and we'll be posting more uh, relatively quickly. Okay. I, I, we're going to be going to break right now, but I want everybody to know uh, Andy's website is Safe Building Solutions. Is it .com or org? .com. .com. SafeBuildingSolutions.com. Stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, let's talk some more about paint and cleaners as well. We'll be right back with Annie Pace from Safe Building Solutions. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. We had a wonderful experience in our trip to the Sensory Learning Institute, and the main issue 
to sum everything up is that we went there with a child who was out of control and hyper, who had severe sensory issues and autistic tendencies, and we brought home a child who was vastly different. We brought home a child who plays with me and talks to me and looks in my eyes and tells me he loves me. The goal and focus of the sensory learning program is to enable the central nervous system to better process sensory information by simultaneously stimulating visual, auditory, and vestibular systems with light, sound, and motion. By challenging these three sensory systems to work together and adapt to multi-sensory input, this intervention often improves speech, perception, understanding, social interaction, coordinated movement, and the ability to learn. We invite all parents interested in sensory learning program for a child to complete the confidential assessment on our website at www.sensorylearning.com. The pressures to be thin or ideal go beyond the Hollywood headlines. In fact, those suffering from eating disorders in the U.S. number in the millions, and eating disorders such as anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, and binge eating are more common than Alzheimer's disease. Eating disorders affect men, women, adolescents, as well as young children. On Understanding Eating Disorders, Dr. Tom Scales, an internist and psychiatrist, uncovers the causes and characteristics of various eating disorders and shares his expertise on current treatment approaches. Expert guests and personal stories from some who have recovered reveal the depth of emotional conflicts of these dangerously obsessive conditions and the resolutions that work. Tune in to Understanding Eating Disorders with Dr. Tom Scales every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Understanding Eating Disorders, the cycle of eating disorders, can be broken. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We're back here with Andy Pace from Safe Building Solutions having some great conversations about safe homes and what needs to be in your safe home. Everything from the construction, which we've gotten to speak of already. Uh, we just finished talking about flooring, but let's and just basically started touching on to, to cabinets, but let's get into paint, because this is, a, this is the one area, Andy, that people change frequently, um, and it amazes me. You know, it's, you're looking difference-wise in cost, maybe Maybe five dollars a gallon. What is it? Ten five dollars a yeah, gallon more. You know, it really depends on the on the quality of paint you're normally buying. Uh, and this is one topic that's really close to me. I've been selling paints and coatings for many many years, and I know that people are pretty much used to the smell of paint. Right. And you are correct in saying that if you're going to remodel a home or remodel a, a room, the easiest way to do it is to put a fresh coat of paint on. Mm-hmm. That's also one of the most dangerous things you can do because of all the fumes that are emitting while the paint's curing. Now, there's an awful lot of talk today. As a matter of fact, most manufacturers of paint make what's called a zero VOC paint. A zero VOC paint is a paint that is free of volatile organic compounds. Um, I explain this because a lot of people don't really understand what a VOC is. A VOC is any chemical that's it's carbon-based that's readily vaporized at room temperature that could contribute to outdoor air pollution. And, and I stress that because that's the only reason why V 
VOCs are regulated by the EPA because of outdoor air pollution. So paint manufacturers have responded by making paint that is zero VOC, but when they take the ingredients out of the paint that are VOCs, they add in ingredients that are not VOCs that are just as toxic. Oh. So we find in most formulations of zero VOC paints the use of acetone, ammonia, crystalline silica, which is we, we know is a carcinogen, and formaldehyde precursors. Just like carpet, formaldehyde was taken out of paints years ago, but manufacturers put in what are called precursors. In the can, while the material is still liquid, you can't detect it, but when you put it on the wall and it starts to cure, it actually creates formaldehyde to help the cure. So they're kind of tricking the system, but it's still legal. Uh, the other check that uh, people would normally look at is the material safety data sheet, or the MSDS. Okay. Every manufacturer has to produce an MSDS for the products that they make in case somebody is interested in knowing about the um, um, uh, any poisons that might be in the product. However, by law, you only have to list ingredients that make up more than 1% of the volume. Uh-huh. So you could literally make a gallon of paint with 12 different chemicals that are highly toxic, but each make up less than 1%, and you don't have to list them. So we've been working with a brand called Safe Coats for 16 years now. Um, AFM Safe Coat was developed almost 30 years ago specifically for people who have chemical sensitivity. This is back before we really knew what green building was. Um, These are people who... um, they had no choice but to use SafeCoat if they ever wanted to do painting or remodeling. It's not made with any toxins, uh, any health hazards whatsoever. Um, yes, it is a low VOC, so it's friendly to the environment, but more importantly, it's the only paint today that's doctor-recommended. I have used, when I moved into my house last year, that's pretty much how I got to know you, Andy, and um, I started using all the SafeCoat paints. And I, I, you know, I really have to be honest that I went into it thinking, well, I'm going to have to sacrifice some quality to make this a better product. In other words, I didn't expect it to work as well, to, co- to coat as well, to cover, to sustain as well. But it, it, it's um, it's amazing paint. I mean, it it's just as good, if not better, than anything that you'd find in your basic hardware store. Well, you have to consider that. Um when people are buying healthier green building materials, I think just like you, they automatically think they're not going to be as good mm-hmm. and they'll have to sacrifice some quality and durability. Most of the good manufacturers have responded by making products that are better than what you're used to because they never want you to say, I spent $2 more a gallon and it was a, the product was worse than I was used to. Yeah. So, um, But regarding pricing, most good, healthy, and green building materials are actually about the same cost as any other traditional material of the same quality. So we're all used to this big box mentality of how inexpensive building materials should be, but you definitely get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. And and, this this goes back, Andy, as as I preach about food all the time and all over the place, and paying $2 more for the organic versus the non-organic, but what are you getting for it? And, I mean, this is your health. I mean, this is not, 
upgrading your room to an ocean view room on you know on on a uh, in a hotel this is this is spending a few dollars more maybe 5 maybe 10 dollars more per per gallon to to give you better health and for what people are spending on medication nowadays oh that you know this, the, the payback with this is, it comes in tenfold. I mean, it, it, if a if a gallon of Safeco costs, let's say, five dollars more than what you're used to, and you use three gallons in a room, that's fifteen dollars more for that one room, and most paint will outgas for two and a half to four and a half years. Jeez. Safeco doesn't outgas. Yeah. So it, the, the the cost of the material literally goes away. Just in the benefits of the of the product. And what about the outside of the house? Because the argument may be, well, who cares what goes on the outside of my house? Because um, I'm not breathing what's on the outside. Well, that's that's a valid argument for a lot of people. However, we open up our doors and windows on a regular basis. Yes. Um, the the sun heats up those surfaces more than the inside of the house. Therefore, uh, the potential to release toxic chemicals is higher. Um, not to mention, are you doing the painting yourself, or is a friend doing the painting? Good point. Do you yeah. want to subject them to those chemicals? <laughs> That's a very good point. Okay, um, there's, there's some, some, I want to—I definitely want to hit the cleaners piece, but there's there's, there's one thing that I, I want to make sure I, I talk about because we didn't talk about this as much when we were talking about the construction of the home or the building of the home. Mm-hmm. But I am concerned about PVC and and. A lot of people are becoming aware of the dangers of using PVC, mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot, you know, the, the higher-end construction homes will use it. If they're going to use it, it's just for waste material, not for um, what our water lines are drawn into. Right. But are they still building homes today that where your main source of water for the entire house is is traveling through a PVC pipe? A lot of times, the um if it's, you have city water, the, the water coming in from the road, uh, the lateral that it's called, is PVC. And um, and even sometimes on the inside of the house, there'll be PVC. Some of the uh, less expensive builders out there will try to cheapen the construction, and they'll use PVC in lieu of copper. Um, but there are better products in the market for both. Okay. Uh, we've been working with a product called PEX, or it's a cross-linked polyethylene. It doesn't have chlorine in it. So it's not a PVC, and that can be used for not only potable water, for hot and cold water, but also for radiant in-floor heat. That's actually where it became most popular. And if you already have something like PVC, there's not a lot more you can do than just to filter your water before it hits you. Exactly, exactly. Um, you can always replace it, but again, it comes to the point where it's a lot of money. That's to a do lot that. of money to have to replace your piping. Exactly. Um, whole house filters. Um, really become somewhat of a necessity if you cannot afford a whole house filter. Certainly have a filter for your drinking water and then have filters for your shower heads as well. Right, and I I recommend that no matter what, if you have PVC in your system or not. Okay. Even on a well, you recommend doing that? Definitely, because you never know if if your house is built in an old farmland that used a lot of uh, pesticides. Right. Yeah. Have your water tested. It's not that expensive. Uh, you can get those kits at a lot of hardware stores. Right. Unless you sell them. Do you sell water? Uh, we don't. We just have them talk, contact your local uh, water utility. Okay. All right. Good. Now, I, I want to talk about cleaners, but it's going to. I want. Uh, let's do that for our whole last segment. Um, let's talk about the piece of of swimming because this is not something that I, I know I've spoken to you about in the past, but. 
it's important to me because my son has such um, sensitivity to chlorine. And I was very fortunate to come across the, the, um, an ionizer from a company called EcoSmart. And I use that to, to filter my entire pool. No chlorine is needed, no chemicals. I have to put a little acid in every now and then. Actually, I had to put calcium in it the other day, but that certainly was from a good source. Um, and it's just awesome the change that, that it's made in my, in our, using our pool. If you want more information on the, the ionizer, um, I have a website and a phone number for you. The pool ionizer is, um, phone number is EcoSmart, or excuse me, website is EcoSmart, E-C-O-S-M-A-R-T-E dot com. And their phone number is 800-ION-SWIM, I-O-N-S-W-I-M. You can ask for Mike. He knows me personally because I call him a lot. Because it took me a long time, Andy, to figure out to figure this out. I, I, you do have to. The thing is with it is that you do have to do a little bit of chemistry work, as you do with really any pool. Oh, certainly. But once you kind of you get that balance going, it goes well. And they, I, I can just see them shaking their heads at me every time I call, saying, you know, thinking, why don't you let your husband do? This? Well, you know, I know people that spend hundreds of dollars per month to maintain their pool using chlorine mainly. Yeah. And, you know, for, for the, the problems that you have with that, it, it's just not as enjoyable as, as swimming in a pool that's either ionized or ozonated. It's another method to do it. Uh, just fantastic ways of doing it. And the cost to, um, to initially install this equipment gets um, eaten up in just a, a couple of years of swimming. It really does. I think it was, it was well under 2000 I want to say like 1500 or maybe less than that, mm-hmm. to have everything done and installed. And I haven't. I had to buy. I bought some some uric acid, which is very very cheap. That just helps lower the pH. Last year, haven't even come close to using it all. And that's it. That's that's all that really goes into it. Um, startup is easy, close down is easy. So I really recommend it. These kids are getting way way too much chlorine. I, you know, I never thought I'd be a mother. This uh, a mother that would be that. Um, somewhat embarrassing to my children, but I, I'm at a point now, I won't let them go to these, some of these water parks anymore. I, you know, I, I didn't think I'd be that overprotective, but I've become there because just to just bathe in all those chemicals, just the, the, and then you reek for chlorine for days, you got to know it's, it's bad for you. Well, we live in a, in a um, not to scare anybody, but we, we live in a world that's kind of a toxic soup. Yeah. So if you can remove yourself or remove your children from those possible problems, it makes a big difference. Yeah, it really does. So everyone listening, we are going to hit the best piece of the show in a little bit, I think, is that's in the way of cleaners. This is something that affects you every day. Whether you're remodeling or not, um, cleaners are a part of your everyday experience, and we need to address the importance of this. So when we get back, Andy and I will address the cleaners and all the safe things that you can use for your carpeting, your toilets, your countertops, and to to even wash your dishes with. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Andy Pace of Safe Building Solutions. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. 
We had a wonderful experience in our trip to the Sensory Learning Institute, and the main issue to sum everything up is that we went there with a child who was out of control and hyper, who had severe sensory issues and autistic tendencies, and we brought home a child who was vastly different. We brought home a child who plays with me and talks to me and looks in my eyes and tells me he loves me. The goal and focus of the sensory learning program is to enable the central nervous system to better process sensory information by simultaneously stimulating visual, auditory, and vestibular systems with light, sound, and motion. By challenging these three sensory systems to work together and adapt to multi-sensory input, this intervention often improves speech, perception, understanding, social interaction, coordinated movement, and the ability to learn. We invite all parents interested in sensory learning program for a child to complete the confidential assessment on our website at www.sensorylearning.com. Omega Institute is the country's leading center for holistic studies. Now you can experience selected workshops from Omega in the comfort of your own home. Join us for a live web broadcast with John Friend, the founder of Anasara Yoga. In this dynamic workshop, we learn a Hatha Yoga system that is a celebration of the heart and looks for the good in all people and all things. To find out more about our live web broadcast, log on to our website, www.eomega.org. That's www.eomega.org. Or call us at 800-944-1001. That's 800-944-1001. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy. Hello, we are back here with Andy Pace of Safe Building Solutions. And Andy, the moment a lot of people have been waiting for, let's talk about cleaning products. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot out there now, even in our regular conventional grocery stores that are claiming to be um, safer or greener. Um, it's very hard, unless you have a lot of education in this area, to know. I mean, even things such as, you know, Tide makes their quote-unquote, allergy-free. Now, I know enough to know that that's still a very toxic um, <laughs> the way yes. to wash your clothes. However, it's, it's hard. What is the consumer supposed to look for? What are, they, what are the triggers that they're supposed to know about? Well, I, again, I, I ask people to use their common sense. Um, when it comes to cleaning, well, let me just step back a bit. When we get involved in a project um, with a family and we're doing a whole house project, we'll actually take some time with the family to say, now here's how you clean these new surfaces, and here's the products you should use. A lot of times I'll recommend something as simple as a little bit of vinegar and water. Sure. Uh, we'll use a little bit of baking soda and water. Um, we have cleaners that are prepackaged that are completely fragrant-free uh, and neutral pH. Um, I think a lot of people get caught up in this myth that, again, if it's natural, it's got to be good for me. Right. Or it's got to be safe. But natural is, is such an easy word for them to use. Yes. There's yeah. no real regulation on the word. Right. But let's just say that uh, a company uses a natural orange extract-based cleaner. Okay. Well, it may or may not be natural orange. It may be a, 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 a synthesized version called delimonene. Uh, basically what it is, it's, it's citric acid. It's... Um, uh, just as dangerous as using uh, a muriatic or a hydrochloric acid to clean. So it's, 
It can still burn your skin and burn your eyes and, and uh, cause respiratory distress. But yet, because it smells like an orange, people think it's got to be safe. <laughs> now, honestly, for most people, it probably, um, you wouldn't notice any of the effects right away. You know, there's, but um, for people who have chemical sensitivity or depressed immune systems, those essential oils sometimes are some of the worst offenders. And, um, you know, it all comes down to how the cleaners actually work. Yeah. Okay. So I had, I did a wonderful show with Deidre Imus, who talked about a lot of her um, cleaning solutions that they're starting to use in hospitals. Mm -hmm. Where, where, tell me about, you sell quite a few in your um, office, in your store, correct? Yes, I do. Uh, We we deal a lot with, um, again, the, 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 the AFM product line, but um, they have a product called Super Clean, and Super Clean is a um, completely fragrant-free cleaner, very neutral pH. Um, it's a it's a degreaser. You can actually use it to uh, degrease a concrete floor, or dilute it with enough water that you can use it for everyday kitchen, cabinet, and countertop cleaning. Um, again, we deal with mainly with people with chemical sensitivity, so uh, we use that as our common denominator. So if it's safe enough for the chemically sensitive, it's better for everybody. That's for darn sure. So we don't use any added fragrances in our products. Um, and probably one of our most popular uh, cleaning materials would be our carpet shampoo system. Great. Now, I, we sort of touched on this before with carpeting, uh, how dangerous carpeting can be. AFM actually manufactures a product um, it's a three-step system that will take away the new carpet smell and actually seal up a lot of the chemicals that are normally outgassed. And that's a three-step system. The first step is cleaning the carpet. The second step is sealing the plastic backing. The third step is sealing the fibers. Wow. And we've used this on a number of projects. Um, do you need both. to have a, a shampooer of some sort, or is it something that you can do with... Um, well... Hand, a a person could do it themselves. It is a do-it-yourself type product, but it's very labor-intensive. And yeah. we find that our clients typically just don't have the energy that it takes to work with it. So there are professional cleaning companies across the country that do use this. Oh, that's good. Well, can, what about, can you buy it? Can you buy? Can you rent one of those machines from the store? Sure. We rinse it out really, really well. <laughs> yep, make sure you use the a shampoo with a little bit of water and rinse it outside before you bring it inside. Okay. And then... Uh, Make sure you use a very good hot water or steam extraction unit okay. so you can really get um, the not only the shampoo out. Now, the AFM carpet shampoo does not leave any residue in the carpet. It will also remove residue from existing carpet shampoos. You know, often when you shampoo carpet, you get that slick feeling on the surface. Right. It's usually a residue that's left over from the shampoo and it actually attracts more dirt and dust. Oh. So if you remove that... Plus, the shampoo will remove a lot of the clippings and the and the oils and release agents from the manufacturing process. So you want to make sure you use a good extraction unit to get all that out. And potentially that could be used on area rugs as well. Exactly. Okay. So this, this, the first product that you spoke of that you, is, is pretty much an all-purpose cleaner? It's an all-purpose cleaner. It can be diluted to a number of different uh, dilution rates for different types of cleaning. And the name of that one is again? Super Clean. Super Clean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Toilet cleaner, that same thing. Uh, Toilet cleaner, we actually have a product called Safety Clean. Okay. 
which um, just has a little super bit clean and safety clean. Super clean and safety clean. It's a little bit. <laughs> okay, uh, got it. You have to read the description, but uh, safety clean is better for higher moisture areas that are more prone to things like bacteria and mold and so forth. It's not a um, mildicide. It's not an EPA registered mildicide by any means. However, it does do a fantastic job in those areas. It has a little bit lower pH than uh, SuperClean does, so it has a little bit more of a sanitary smell to it, but extremely effective. Excellent. Excellent. What about window cleaner? Vinegar and water? Vinegar and water. Okay. That would make sense. How about wood cleaner? All right. Um, This has been a a topic of a conversation. We sell a lot of wood floors, and people, you want to come in here and buy a one-step cleaning system, most of the good cleaning systems in the market are just a little bit of vinegar and water with a little bit of blue food coloring added. You know, so I would say vinegar and water for all um, wood floors, um, even ceramic tile. Really? Yep. That's great. So it's uh, as much as I would love to sell a lot of cleaner to people, I just think there are better ways to do it and less expensive ways to do it. What about uh, the marmoleum we're talking about? How's the best, what's the best way to clean that? The best way to clean marmoleum is to use a neutral pH, a balanced pH cleaner. So something like the AFM Super Clean works fantastic for marmoleum. Okay. Um, they actually sell uh, their own finishes as well that can be put on later if you have a lot of scratches and so forth. So uh, it's a very um, uh, comprehensive system to work with. Okay. Okay. And any other cleaners that I might be missing here? Um, laundry detergents. Oh, yes. You know, a lot of people will use um, our super clean for that, for spot cleaning. Uh, okay. We don't get involved in any specific laundry detergents because of the fact that most of them use brightening agents, right. which we specifically avoid. Um, but on top of all this, out of all the products we sell, building, remodeling related, we sell one head and body shampoo uh, because it was actually one of the first products that was invented by AFM you know, years ago, it's a it's the AFM head and body shampoo mm-hmm. does not have any fragrance in it whatsoever. Okay. Most people with chemical sensitivity have absolutely no problem with it. Now, chemical sensitivity is such an individual thing. Out of a thousand chemically sensitive individuals, you're going to find one or two that will react to it. Okay. But for the most part, it's very well tolerated. Let's talk about bleach. Okay. Because a lot of people love bleach. Right. The bleach has its place. Um, if you, if a customer came to me and said, "I've got a um, exterior wood deck that's got a lot of mold on it that hasn't been maintained in many, many years," how do I clean it up? You know, quite honestly, bleach and water is the best way to do it. Right. Uh, but again, it, you know, I, I go back to that. Sometimes you got to take one step backwards to make two steps forwards. Right. Sometimes you have to use something that just you say common sense. You know, I shouldn't because of the danger of it. But on the other hand, it's going to work. And what's uh, what's worse for a person having to clean it two and three times with different chemicals, or do it once, get it over with, and now finish it and, and enjoy it for the next four or five years? Right. That's a good point. But even in clo- what about in clothing? Oh, boy. You know, there's a lot of things that um, that bleach can do in clothing. However, that um, odor sticks around for so long. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most of my clients wouldn't be able to tolerate it. You know, you kind of live with the fact that it doesn't get as bright, you know, artificially white as you're used to. 
Well, there's a lot of other safe products, the OxyClean and um, Borax. Oh, yeah. OxyClean works fantastic or anything like that. It's a, you know, a sodium percarbonate. It's a, uh, basically a, a form of like a bleachless bleach, they call it. Um, works fantastic. What about, um, now, for dishwashing liquid, I use um, like an earth-friendly product. It's actually called earth-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we have to just make sure that we're looking at things that do not have sodium lauryl sulfate. Is that the main thing that we're looking for avoiding? Yeah, that and brightening agents, phosphates, uh, anything that uh, gets into the groundwater won't uh, cause any problems. Okay. Andy, you're the best. Thank you so much, uh, everybody. This man does so much for the environment. Please give him your business. Call him and order from him because he would never uh, sell himself, but I'm going to do it for him because he's a great guy. SafeBuildingSolutions.com. He'll ship anywhere. Don't go. Uh, thank you for for listening today, and Andy. Thank you, and I want you back on the show another time. We'll talk about the subject. I look forward to it. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Bye bye. The Sensory Learning Center would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Betsy or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks.